0: sanctuary podcast this is scotty b episode 5 how to make money on patreon so patreon is an interesting topic for me because it seems to be a cliche that i see with cosplayers they all want you to go to their patreon account and give them money for what they're doing and there's nothing wrong with that i really think that that's actually a forward uh forward way of getting attention for your brand and for affording it because it is very expensive to proceed with. But the way that I see it, there's a lot of uh, similar sorts of, I guess, promotions that cosplayers seem to use and it almost seems like they just look at what everybody else is doing and say, oh, well, I have to do that. I have to have photos that people can buy and I'm going to sign a set of them and I'm going to have things that are available digitals, things that are available for purchase. And it gets very samey. It also can get very putting your body out there, especially for female cosplayers. I don't think I men are a little different, so we can talk about each separately. So male cosplayer, from what I've seen, the information that I've gathered, there's a lot more how-to for what the male cosplayer is doing. Versus how-to for what female cosplayers are doing. And it really just boils down to what people are willing to donate money for. But I think one of the things that ends up happening is that female cosplayer, well, I guess this this can happen to men too, they really want to provide or they want to get that instant fix or that instant credit or really try and drive people to their Patreon. And by doing so, it seems like they sell themselves a little short on the effort that they put into their work. So, with this episode, what I'd like to do is dissect what I'm seeing on Patreon and other sorts of donation ready sites and see if I can offer you maybe a little bit of a better approach or a few ideas that might help you garner that idea or refine it or separate yourself from other people that are out there. And it is, it's just a sea of people, but one of the really big problems is you're coming from someone or you are you have an account on Instagram or you have a huge YouTube following, something to that effect where you have 50,000 subscribers or you have 150,000 followers. Your Patreon only has about four or five solid people who month to month provide support for you. There's a huge gap between your following and the people who are actually coming into you and using Patreon as a sales funnel. So it is a sales funnel, and all of your media, here's I guess the first thing that I notice the most. This is the thing that makes you money, but it's also the thing that you downplay the most. 150,000 people, and oh yeah, by the way, I have a Patreon account. So instead of doing that, mix it in, but your your entire persona, your entire brand doesn't have to be just pushing people to that content. But it is important that they know how to find it. So make sure that it, wherever you put it, whether it's the link inside your profile because you don't have a website that you're pointing to, if it's the most important thing, put it there. I know a lot of people use a link tree, but that's an extra step to me. Whatever your most important thing is on Linktree, put that on there. The other unpaid or the other organic things, like it's fine to have a link tree. what I'm saying is don't just have one to get people to follow you everywhere else. Make sure that there are places that people go through that link that are things that they click on that bring money into what you do so that you can keep doing what you do because you love what you do, right? That's the whole idea. One of the other issues with Patreon is that people look at it as kind of a cliche, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go support you on Patreon, literally pay you to do your job. And that's not really the case. So there's also a very big stereotype with Patreon and Ko-Fi you don't have any money or you're broke and oh, you just help me out. Like another $5 would get me this done. I have these problems or I have these setbacks and I need money. And it's almost like a GoFundMe page that really shouldn't be your focus. Those things can happen. And if you want to share that with your community, great. It isn't really like they, you get into a mindset when you go to a page like that, that no one really owes anybody anything in this space what I want is I want to know you, I want to like you, and I want to trust you enough to click on the link and go there and find value in what you're providing. So if there's no value, like I go, well, it would be good for one month or two months, but forever, I don't I don't find any value in this. Like how many pictures can one person have delivered to them before it becomes sort of a weird obsession, I guess. that, And maybe that's a little bit over the top it does bring up a good point how many signed photos of anybody would you really be able to take for a monthly fee when you like your top tier so you have different tier levels on patreon so your your tier one is usually like a dollar or five dollars and then the one that you're really going for is your tier three which is 25 dollars a month which is kind of where you have put in your mind where the price break is or where You want people to come in because it's still manageable for them. But at the very top, there's usually like this really bonkers amount of money where you're like, oh yeah, just I'll do any cosplay you want. And it leaves it very open and it's really super expensive. That's actually a really good space for something that really gives back to them. When you structure these amounts, number one, make sure that the amounts make sense for what you're offering. Everything's digital. For a dollar to get something digital, it's just something nice. The second level besides photo sets, great. So that would be like your level two or your level three. Don't overthink it, you don't need six levels. Maybe you only need three, maybe you need four. Think about what you wanna offer. That offer can be broken down, so you can have like miniaturized versions of a bigger thing. At the top, try to create something that really adds value. So Patreon, at its core, is really a free way it's a way for you to present a course or present DIY or present information for free through the site. So you're not really paying for setup or paying for video. Nobody has to you give them a percentage, but that's really where it ends. They do all the hosting, they do all they do everything for you. It's all just done for you. The only thing you then have to do is create what you're doing anyway. So anytime you can create a course or you can provide like a one-on-one sort of a situation where you're coaching or where you're offering tips directly to a person who's working in the same space as you, that can add a lot of value. And you really only want to funnel the top, top, top people into that. You don't need everyone to give you money through Patreon because really, if you only if you had one or two people who at an ongoing rate really felt that you were adding that kind of value to what they were doing or even just one person a month, it becomes less of a game for you to try and find more people constantly. And that's the real—that's the hardest part. Any business, any industry, that's always the hardest part, getting new people in. And that's what makes Patreon so hard is that every month or every week or even every day, you're producing all this content on all these free platforms and you're trying to bring somebody into your Patreon with all of these free platforms, but none of those people are coming there for that. So you have to change the focus keep promoting it that's a space where you want to avoid because developing relationships with an audience is tricky and it takes a while never worry about if you just start a patreon today that nobody's coming into it today just like i don't worry about whether or not episode five of my podcast has brought in sponsorships or not i'm learning so if you just got onto patreon and you're learning how to do something give it time be patient with it. If it's not costing you money, don't worry about it too much. Now, if it is costing you money, then you might want to rethink your strategy on that. And I did have a conversation to that effect with someone, very nice person, 23, lots of followers online. I did send them a message because they were getting really frustrated with their Patreon. I said, well, let's take a look. Okay, so you have 50,000 followers on your YouTube, which is amazing. That takes a lot of work. You have 285, 300,000 followers on your Instagram, that's amazing, that takes a lot of work, especially when you're 23 years old, you just got established in something. Maybe you don't think that, but you know, at, at the most, if you've been doing this since you were 18, that's five years, that's not a ton of time to be in an industry, that's not a ton of time to really establish a footprint. Some people it takes a lot longer than that to get going with anything. Be patient with yourself, you set all of this stuff up and you're spending all this money and you're investing all of your time and no one's showing up for it so look at what you offer are you offering the same thing every level for more more amounts of money is there a lot of production involved at the wrong tiers so are you giving away prints you know if it costs you 15 bucks to print something and then you have to ship it you're only charging 25 dollars a month to that person to do all of that you make like a dollar is it really worth having on there you're basically breaking even so bump that up you know that it's not sustainable. The nice thing is, is if you bump it up to let's say $50 dollars or a100 dollars or whatever you feel the value add is, because these are all professionally shot photos. They're all professionally edited photos, or you're doing a lot of the work yourself, which is amazing. So why not charge more for what you do? Maybe you get less people interested, but part of the problem is nobody's interested right now. And that's frustrating. So if you up the dollar amounts, not to alienate everybody, but offer offer the digital things or the things that are less intensive, are le- have less production cost for you at the lower tiers, and then create in that space digital content that is exclusive to that space and really work that space. And that's another thing that doesn't really happen too much. Kofi manages it a lot better. That's much more of a set it and forget it program where you don't have to do a whole lot and people just can come in and they can, you can set a dollar amount and they just buy you a coffee. And it's really easy. It's just like, okay, here, for the price of a coffee. Not a big deal. And that's it. That's all there is to it. The system has a lot of automation. But in Patreon, you do have, I think, a lot more options as far as what you can put in that space that really provides value for someone aside from having to do some things that in my opinion, don't even need to be done. And by that, I mean, people get into this really sort of cosplay body sharing mentality, and I'm not really sure that there's much value in that, nor do you really want to attract that kind of clientele. These are not your no like and trusts. They're They're people that could really possibly get upset with you, really could provide the wrong kind of an environment for what you're trying to build. And maybe you are trying to build that, I don't really have a right or wrong for what kind of product or service that you offer. I just know what I look for. And if I'm looking into this as a marketing tool or strategy to begin to build credibility for my body of work that will ultimately lead me to what I want, which maybe that stops at Patreon, but maybe what I'm really looking for is a bigger contract, a bigger marketing deal a sponsorship of some kind by a bigger company that is related to the industry, or maybe I want to be a guest on a show, or maybe I want to do video, or maybe I want to get into acting. I don't know. Whatever it is that you want to do, make sure that everything works towards that. So the big thing about Patreon is to make sure that you create exclusivity with that space. So there's a ton of value. It isn't just the same thing that they're getting on Instagram, the same thing that they're getting on Vero, the same thing that they're getting on YouTube, the same thing that they're getting on any of the seven big platforms that are out there. It is a totally new and different thing, an exclusive offer for that person. That has a lot of value, especially for your super fans, the people that come to you because of what you do, the people that comment the most on your posts. Those are really, really warm leads for you. You should bring that community in. Not necessarily saying keep tabs on all of those people, but You'll know who they are. They're the people who comment the most. They're the people who really support what you do. They're not just out for something. They're not trying to make it make it an unsafe environment online. They're not trying to push you into doing things. They're really, really just supporting what you do at conventions, supporting what you do in the real life, supporting what you uh, provide to the community. So if I wanted to go through a do's and don'ts list of things that you should watch out for and things that you should try out on Patreon... The first thing you want to do is you want to tell everybody about what you're doing. If you can generate reviews, if you can generate testimonials, if you can do anything that brings attention through stories on Instagram or just mentioning it every so often, hey, I have a Patreon and hey, it has some exclusive content. This is where I am for X, Y, and Z. If you can solve a problem for somebody, through that service. And by the way, yes, it is a service because people are paying you for something or it's a product that they're buying from you. If you can solve a problem for them in that space, that works really well. Another thing to mention here is do go all in on whatever it is that you're providing. So wherever you are, the one thing that you focus on is the one thing that's going to drive. So if Patreon is your number one all in money generating thing, it doesn't have to be but it could be it could be youtube so if if youtube is the thing that you want to use to get people interested in your brand or your concept or your cosplay then drive people to that go all in on that that's where you want to add the most value because those are the paying clients those are the super fans for you so if it's 35 45 150 whatever the case is how much ever money you have for your options whatever that looks like go all in on it add as much value as you can for that audience there another thing to mention is do organize and manage the content okay and that that becomes kind of a a slippery slope what i see is there's a lot going on and it gets very randomized so you really have to make sure that you're organized and that you're planning months ahead for what you're providing for people online it isn't just well i just kind of thought of this and let's see if it works you really need to be past that point if you're charging people that's great for any space it's very spontaneous stories instagram igtv whatever the cases go live it's spontaneous people like that but if i'm paying for something maybe i don't want to necessarily tell them that it was just kind of done rushed and we weren't really sure we threw it all together at the last minute and here you go. That might not work so great, I might drop off from that. I might say, well, if you're not really putting any effort into it, why am I paying you for it? So I will go to someone who does put effort into it because it's higher quality and it's more value to me. So always be thinking about the value that you're giving versus that you are receiving. It is a two way street, do set price points that makes sense, set price points that make sense, not just to you, but to your customers. And there's ways that you can see how that might work You can literally just ask people, what would you pay for this? You can put a couple of this or that prices on a story or just in a post or something like that. Or you can just ask around, like ask your friends, like, well, those are the easiest ways to do it without spending a bunch of money or getting a test group or something crazy. Or you can just try out a price. And if you don't see that it works very well, adjust it. It's trial and error. Do make sure that it makes sense and that you have enough space between tiers or you have enough space between product offerings. Generally, what I see is you have Structure, at least with three where you have kind of a low-end entrance sort of an offer you have a mid-level offer and then you have like your cadillac or your platinum offer like the big big thing that's like tons of value and it's super expensive and maybe nobody buys it but when they do it's really cool make sure that that is organized and make sure that you understand your price points for that and that you've got yourself covered something you can try as part of that is giveaways giveaways people love giveaways especially on lives so if you if you have like a raffle or if you have a place where you can give something away, maybe you make t-shirts, maybe you have stickers, maybe, you know, any little thing doesn't have to be a huge thing, but anything that you can give away to somebody, like uh, what I, something that I've seen that's really cool is somebody gives away badges from all the cons that they've gone to and I think they sign them and they go, how much would you give me for this? Instead of doing that, sign it and just use it as a giveaway and say, check me out on Patreon, if you go there, let me know and I'll, you know, I'll give this away or you could even go live and be like, hey, I'm giving away stuff and I'll sign one of these for you and give it to you. And then just use that as an opportunity to say, I also just put this set out on Patreon It'd be really cool if everyone went and checked it out. So how many other people, maybe it's only like 10 people that showed up that live, but still 10 people. If you've only got 10 people on your Patreon, that's 10 more people and say, I just created all this cool stuff and I want you to go pay attention to it and I'm even going to give something away. So congratulations or lucky you, you're here when I decided that and now point those people to that offering, point those people to that thing that you want them to buy so that you can keep doing cool stuff and you can keep making cosplays. I really haven't seen too much is I see a lot of people shout out other cosplayers on Instagram, but what I don't see is other cosplayers shout out other cosplayers on Instagram about their Patreon accounts. No one says, Hey, check out this person's Patreon. Uh, It doesn't seem like there's a lot of cross promoting as far as providing value from one to the other. It's always like, well, they did this cool thing. Check out them because they did this cool thing. Uh, but I, I don't see anything so literal as to check out this person. This is what they're doing on Patreon and it's awesome. Or check out this person and make sure you click on their website. Uh, you know, it's it's usually check out this person. They did this really cool thing or they are just really cool. And that's fine, too, because it does build community. It does build a bigger group of no like and trust. You can ask. People can always say no. But if you know this person and they're already shouting you out, you can say, hey, thanks for the shout out. Would you mind shouting me out and driving some people to my Patreon? Maybe we could work something out for that or even collaborate on something on Patreon. I don't think there's any rules against that. If you bring a guest onto your own Patreon account, I'm pretty sure that that's still fine as far as being able to offer something to your audience. So maybe you collaborate and split it. Something else that would fall into my don't category would be don't neglect your paid channels. So Patreon or Ko-fi is something that people are giving you money. Um, Yes, all of the content that you put out there has value, but specifically these are places that people go to pay you to do things, to produce the content, to get the costumes made, to go out to the conventions. Don't neglect those places where those people do that. Make sure that you're paying attention to those feeds, make sure that you're adding value, value to those feeds and that you're relatively present in those spaces. might seem like extra steps, but have an email account or have something that's set up to monitor that so that you get notifications when people do things so that you can send things to them. I do see some people who are really, really effective at that, who are really just, they're jumping on the DMs or they're jumping on responses right away. Maybe it doesn't have to be quite instantaneous, but as long as you are continuing to look at what people are doing for you in those spaces versus people are sending comments through there people are donating nothing it's just crickets that's the fastest way to disengage your audience is to just never say anything or have such a delay in response that they're like sure okay well you probably bothered because somebody signed up for like a thousand dollars and you're like oh yeah this guy did this thing too okay or This girl did this thing too. Whatever the case is, but make sure that you don't let it all fall into neglect. Even if you do decide it's not something you want to do, let your audience know. Let the people in the Patreon account know, hey, I'm not going to be doing this anymore. So I appreciate all the time that you have subscribed and the time that you've spent uh, and donated, but we're not going to do it anymore. It's too much work. It's too much maintenance, or it just really isn't providing enough value so it can be maybe it's you know it's me it's not you uh, anything like that so if i have to say we covered a lot and really specifically about patreon in the last 20 minutes or so so i hope that you can use this information to take a look at what you're offering or to be able to see things a little differently and that it is useful to you in both creating value for your audience and that it brings something in for you. So this will hopefully help you gain more influence or be able to do more with your with your cosplay by organizing, managing, maintaining, changing our offers around a little bit, taking a look at that, being able to benefit from it. That's the whole point of the podcast, benefit to the cosplayer and being a safe place. I'm Scotty B and I will see you in the next episode.